I'm Steven. And I'm Dylan. And this is Closet Talks. The podcast where we sit on the floor of the closet and we talk about whatever the hell we want to because it's our podcast and not yours. Mm-hmm. So we shut the door again today. Well, it's cold today. It well, is It is brisk. We use the term cold loosely because you're from? from actual cold. <laughs> <laughs> I, I come from Balm. Texas where we get kind of both. But This was a balmy uh, 50 degrees. Yeah. 39 yeah. this morning, but I was not awake for that. Yeah. I should have been. I love I love the colder weather. I mean, it's old. Okay, so it's much easier to dress for cold than it is for hot. I can layer up until I'm literally just a, a puff. Yep. But I can only be so naked. Yep. I'm In so a professional sorry. atmosphere. <laughs> well, I don't know. So, okay, fine. I can only be so naked. I found my glasses in here. Oh. I've been looking for these damn things for a week, and they've been on your closet floor for a week since we recorded last. You've been driving a car for the past week? No, I've used my contacts. But, oh. And these are only... The, the, I use these only when I'm watching TV, because there's they don't have the How anti- did you survive for a week watching a show without me? Oh, well. <clears throat> we'll get to that. What are we drinking tonight? Well, you, okay. again, have, I have two, two cocktails again. Because this one's pretty, and this one goes in the... And the other one goes in the boot. Okay. Now the boot drink. That's okay. that's just my thing now. Um, so I didn't make I didn't make either one of these. I so made both how about of them. you tell me? First of all, this is lime green, an unhealthy color with green number seven. I don't know. <laughs> it's butterscotch liqueur mm-hmm. and um, uh, green apple liqueur and a little bit of Tito's vodka. Oh Jesus! It's all liquor. It doesn't taste like it. Ah, uh, that's the point. Uh oh. And then uh, in your Starbucks mm. plastic cup that, in your boot okay. and my mm-hmm. glass. This is a bourbon smash. Oh. Yeah. It's uh, okay. It's like a little bit of lemon juice and sparkling lemonade and some uh, bourbon. I took so, a, a sip earlier and I forgot, so cheers. Like in my plastic with my lid. <laughs> <laughs> well, better safe than Mm-mm-mm. slurping it out of the carpet. Delish. So, <sighs> oh. um, yeah. So last week we talked about... The meat dress. The meat dress. Oh, okay. And that apparently was a hot button issue because I got some, I got some fan mail. Uh, oh, oh. Um, no, it was uh, a friend of mine who's like a big Lady Gaga guru. Like he knows everything there is Lady to know Gaga about Gaga guru. Because I'm like a share guru. Okay. I like and that. I, I don't know too many things about Gaga. I know that you know the basics. But um, I asked. He listened to the, he listened to last week's episode and he was uh-huh. like, oh, so you guys didn't know what. Uh, the meat dress was oh, all about, ignorance. and I was like, "Yeah, I didn't okay. know." And he said, "So basically, her uh, her stance on why she was wearing it mm-hmm. was at the time, don't ask, don't tell was like still a big thing right. in the in the gay community, and, and uh, the they military. were yeah, was <laughs> that was a big thing, specifically the military, <laughs> and they were trying to like." just add more regulations and strip people of their rights, which is still happening. Yep. Um, and her, her thing was she wanted to wear the meat to say, if you keep adding all of these, um, stripping us of all of our rights, the only thing we're going to have left is the meat on our bones. I, okay. Now that you mentioned it, I do remember hearing yeah. that and shame on me for not actually having the complete knowledge. Yeah. So, um, thank you. The dress is still on display. 
in a refrigerator. No. Oh, uh... they dried it out like beef jerky. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Okay. They they dried it out like beef jerky, and then an artist painted it to look like fresh meat. So it's literally painted jerky uh, on a mannequin. Uh, okay. I don't know how long that's going to last. Uh, so who knows? Until the sun comes out? I, don't I know. guess. I don't what know. To that's definitely not a Versace dress. Oh. Speaking of... Uh, uh, I would know. Please, continue. Go on Well, I asked you if you wanted to watch the show with me, and you were like, um, I don't know, maybe. And I'm like, well, you can just say no. Well, I, thought it was so... a, <laughs> I thought it was a documentary, and I was like... Ooh. No. So, the assassination of Johnny Versace. So amazing. Um, I was hooked within the first, like, ten minutes. You said it was similar... American Horror Story-esque? Yeah, because this, uh, Ryan Murphy is the creator of oh, both of those shows. Oh, already. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Darren yeah. Chris. Darren Chris is amazing. He plays a psychopath. Yay! He's really great. He's really... Are you getting comfortable? Well, I'm getting okay. crickety. Just making sure. You want You want to stay in your lane? I I will stay in my lane. I'm just saying you're sitting dangerously close to the recording equipment. Well, I'm quiet sometimes. <laughs> Just know that like it costs $0 to mind your business and stay I in your I've used that phrase beep, beep, three times this week. I know. Three times this week. <laughs> you know how much money it would cost you to stay in your lane? $0. Bye. Beep, beep. <laughs> um, speaking of TV and stuff like that, our one of our favorite shows is coming back. <gasps> Queer Eye. Oh, my God. So formerly known as Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. In... It doesn't encompass just the hetero, Not uh, hetero males. No. Um, so I highly suggest watching the promo. Um, but like, don't be around anybody if you feel emotions and are empathetic because... For real. How in like a minute and a half was I like... <sighs> I know. I mean, it's like, it's such a great promo. I mean, the show is fantastic. In the first uh, incarnation of it, which was in the 90s, right? Yeah. 90s or is it uh, I think more was early 2000s? Early 2000s, yeah. Yeah. Um, queer for the straight guy. And it, it, it didn't have a lot of heart. No. It, it was it, very superficial, but like, you know, gay culture was still like relatively taboo. new yeah. to mainstream media, you know, like um, Will and Grace and stuff like that. Being gay wasn't the cool thing to do at the time. No, <laughs> it sure was not. Um, I think of times I mean, that I like, wasn't doing it. What I would, what how my life would be if I wasn't gay, and Ooh, bland. Right. I mean, I would certainly have less problems, like body image problems. No. Well, okay. I saw I saw a thing today that said um, gay culture is having all of your straight friends tell you how skinny you are, and then going online and a gay guy telling you you have a dad bod. <laughs> okay. So pause. Come on, dad bod. Oh, I know. Appreciate we love a good that. dad bod. Mm-hmm. Um, I just <coughs> see, I don't but know. I, as a, a gender, and this is a slightly unfair just generalization, but women as a whole are complementary, and that's not completely all true. I mean, women, you know, will rip each other apart. Oh, for sure. You know, but generally speaking, they're more complementary of each other. Oh, this looks so good, you know, whatever. But guys are always in a state of competition, and they always yes. feel the need to one up, or you know who's got the biggest balls for lack of better terminology like uh-huh. i mean that's what it is you know guys are like oh well yeah 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 and they're afraid to look a certain way for fear of another another man you know thinking they're a certain way you know no a homo. little too feminine or oh god guys that was a whole thing too uh-huh just not like 
just because you are a heterosexual male does not mean you can you can you have to not show affection for another male. It doesn't make you gay. Like oh, I know. I don't, they don't want to cry in front of anybody. They don't want to cry. Period. I mean, I'll have tear ducts. Yeah. So so that's also applicable. Which we've talked about, you know, before. Sometimes you just gotta cry it out, get all your emotions out. I'm and... just gonna watch Queer Eye with. I know. We're not gonna invite anyone over, just so you know. Yeah. Sorry. We need to buy more Kleenex. Because we're going to go through that front <laughs> panel on the door. Oh, the front panel. We have a... Yeah. <laughs> we're going to do two for a second. We'll get back to Queer Eye because this is a funny story. <laughs> Which one? Well, it's more the front windows. Oh, well, I was going to go with on the front door. We have uh, kind of... It's not symmetrical because there's not a window. Correct. Like a door-sized window on the left, but there is on the right. And like I was sitting on my couch and I invited my friend over and I hadn't heard from him in, in like, you know, 20 minutes or something. And I went to text him, are you here? And he was like, look up. And I was like, <laughs> uh, and I like looked up and he's staring at me through the window <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> like, that's gross. You're um, but I think the story that you're going <laughs> with. <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> remember how, you know, when it gets so hot, you can only be so naked. So, you know, no one's home and, I, the only thing I'm wearing around the house is a smile. <laughs> and so I ran downstairs for something and I peeked around. I was like, okay, good. The back window, like the windows are all, the curtains are all drawn and the blinds are, are closed. And so I ran down, I grabbed something and, you know, just, just wobbling around. <laughs> oh my God. And so I'm walking back towards the front door and I'm trying to avoid it. And I look out the window and my neighbors and the neighbors across the street are in the garage just looking across. And I, like I said, wearing only a smile and we our eyes make contact. And for <laughs> what felt like forever, which is probably only like four or five seconds right. because I responded fairly quickly, I just kind of stood there and I was like, uh. and so I, I very, very quickly and smoothly just sidled off to the side and ran upstairs. <laughs> I've never addressed it with them, but... Well, you know. And it almost happened again, but I, I caught myself and, you know... Well, it happened to me. <laughs> was that because I... <laughs> that was because of you. Yeah, we were cleaning and I left the, the window open right in front of your bathroom and... Yeah, I don't forgot. like to... If I'm home alone, I don't like to shower with the door closed uh, because it fogs up everything and then I can't get ready in a timely manner because no, I can't see myself. No and so I... I wasn't even thinking, and you had left the front window that faces those same neighbors sure did. open, and I'm, like, in the shower doing my thing, and I whip the curtain back, and <laughs> Standing there I, don't have, I don't have a towel, <laughs> like, anywhere. We're just going to shake and dry like a dog? I was, well, I'm not <laughs> Rest out. So I was like, okay, let me, and as soon as I, like, reached for the towel, I looked up, and there they are, <laughs> like, the elderly, like, woman, and she's like, Duh! and I was like, ah! <laughs> like full on Miss Piggy scream <laughs> and like shut the door real quick How? Like, you went damn to... it <laughs> I was like Dylan it's all your fault so our neighbors have seen the goods and uh, <laughs> the cash and prizes of two out of the three individuals that live in this house so they we might as well be best friends I know so... invite them over for some after dinner cocktails <laughs> so, okay what? not a good enough reason to use the word cocktails <laughs> Or the word cock. <laughs> oh my out. god! I've never, <laughs> I've never been that 
open and intimate with someone that soon of meeting them. Absolutely. <laughs> I didn't even say a word. I anyway. can't believe it. So Queer Eye. Queer Eye. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the trailer. This year, is just or this season, rather, they're doing um, a lesbian. That was yeah. That was the big, the big uh, the four, the forerunner of that one. The the big focus. It seems this like isn't a the lot. first time they've done a female. No, they did Miss Tammy. Oh, oh she was so Ms. lovely the, with the church. Yes, so that one, in gay mm-hmm. te- gay Texas. Gay Texas. Oh yeah, was it, it wasn't Texas. Her son, Georgia. Was it her? Son? No, her son was gay. Yes. Yes, and that's Miles. Okay. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just watched this episode a couple days ago. Um, yeah, gay Georgia, and I think they said population was like thirty seven. Oh my. Yeah. And I can't sneeze without anyone knowing. I know. I... But her her spirit was just so beautiful. Um, I follow her on Instagram, Miss oh, Tammy. She got an Instagram? It's like Mama Tammy or something like that. It's like with a Y-E. Is that like Sweet Brown? Yeah, kind of. Oh, Sweet Brown. Yeah. Um, but this time they're doing um, a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Uh, last season they did uh, transgender female to male. Mm-hmm. That's um, right. And mm-hmm. it was amazing. Uh, it opened, the episode opened, um, it didn't even have like the intro. It didn't have any of that stuff. And it was just the hospital. Remember that? It was like, oh, the, it was yeah. the surgery and she was having her breast tissue removed and yep. I was already a train wreck, like You're crying. Like, oh, oh God. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. so beautiful and kind of coming to terms. It was with him coming to terms with, um, being a trans man and, um, looking for acceptance and, you know, had his own family. Oh yeah. And the, there's a lot of transphobia in the gay community. And I, I've never understood, I've never understood why the gay community tends to discriminate within itself. It's okay to have like a type and the person you're looking for, but there is ways to present it. It doesn't make you sound like an, an asshole. Right. And I mean, I, really we all know my preference of men <laughs> is typically tall, dark, and has muscles, but that's not exclusive. I've dated Asian guys, I've dated Latin guys, I've dated black guys, I've dated white You've guys. You dated the rainbow of men. I wow. did. And Roy we're just all over the place. But <laughs> But that's always like, you know, I have my preference, but if as long as you're a good person. You know, that won't get you a long way. It sure will. Because your looks are going to fade. And when you're looking old and desolate, rocking in that chair, I want to look over and know that you got a good old spirit. Because I don't want to look at you. I mean, I might age <laughs> like an old suitcase, but... <laughs> <laughs> the But you, can, you go on these, these dating apps, specifically... The Grin Doctor. The Grin Doctor. Um, Grinder. Some of you just had gay fear as right. a... <laughs> We don't know you gay? Okay. Bloop. Yep. Who was it? Oh, God. You don't <laughs> You don't have a profile, and it says you're a profile picture, and it says that you are half a foot away? Mm-hmm. Honey. Oh, one time Ooh, I opened Grinder in my hotel room. <laughs> Did I tell you this? <laughs> no. I was I was back in Texas. I was in... Um, <gasps> gay Texas? Gay Texas. I, I, fl- I typically used to fly into Dallas mm-hmm. the day before I went to see my family, so I'd have, like... I could have like a night in Dallas to see my friends or maybe go out, you know, whatever, whatever. And, um, I opened, um, grinder in my hotel room and it said the dude was zero feet away. Did you scream like this piggy? Again? I did. I was like, ah! <laughs> and <laughs> full on Muppet panic. And you look under the um, bed. 
I was like, oh my God. And he was cute. And he had messaged me, and he was like, oh, we're zero feet away? And I was like, I guess so. Are you under me? What <laughs> <laughs> the noise? I don't know. But he was, he was not under me. He was in the hotel room above he on, me. He was on top of you. <laughs> I hate when I can't tell. Uh, I was like, this is terrifying. But oh my, my point God. is, you open Grinder and... First you thing. See, you you can't throw a brick without hitting twenty profiles that say no fats, no fems, no Asians, no blacks. I saw one a few weeks ago that was like, um, all of that. No this, no that, no this, no that, and then it said, um, blonde hair, blue eyed boys to the front of the line, and I'm like, oh my god, like how okay. you like so discriminatory, and. That's that's you telling everyone that you don't want to hook up with anybody that is outside of that box. You don't want to talk to anybody outside of that box. You don't even want to have friendly conversation with anybody you, outside of that box. How do you get through life that way? I don't know. I saw one that was like a it was a a closeted straight man. Oh, and he was like, I'm a straight guy. I'm I'm muscular and I'm only interested in having conversations with other muscular guys not looking for a hookup. Then why the hell do you want to talk to other muscular dudes? Okay. You're so far in the closet you're pulling out Christmas gifts from last year. <laughs> Here you go, sweetie. I'll be back later. Hey. Yeah, I don't hey. like that doesn't make sense. But there's so many like there's such transphobia and there's homophobia within our own community almost like um toxic masculinity has a lot to do with that. It's just not um, party of one. Yeah. With it. You, you have to be, I don't know, you have to be really um, comfortable with being who you are. Mm-hmm. And even if that means you're single and alone. Single and alone doesn't, alone and lonely are two completely different things. Very that. As an introvert, I am uh, probably my strongest when I'm alone. But that does not mean I'm lonely. Do I get lonely? Sure, everyone does. Yeah. But as a whole, like, I, I recharge. Like, I'm a very social person at work. You know, I try to be out in public as much yeah. as I can. But when I come home, I'm like, okay, bye. You yep. know, turn on turn on the Xbox or turn on, uh, you know, turn on the music, music, you know, everything. Yeah. And just, you know, that's that's how I recharge. And I'm not unhappy by no. any means. And If you have to find happiness through being with someone else, that's your prerogative. That's a problem. Well, I think that's a problem because that thrive on other people. You can't, but but if you're not happy with just being oh, with right. yourself, like you have to, like a serial dater, you just yeah. You there are people like that. I mean, there are people who they don't care if this person is going to be in their life forever. I just want you for the moment. That's how I try. I want to you to be. I want to go time. on dates with you because I need to be with somebody. I know a few people like that. I'm not going to name names, obviously, but I know. Of well, a friend of it. mine in particular who goes, he, I don't think he's ever been single. He goes from relationship to another relationship to another relationship to, and it's just back to back to back. And I don't, I don't understand that. Like you have to give yourself some time to recharge. A lot of, a lot of what, you know, you, what is perceived in the media and on television, which, which is media. Okay. So in the media is yeah. that in order to be happy, you need to be with someone else. And I've had very heated discussions with this and that person about it but maybe eventually like if that's how you you thrive is you know if you know other people great but 
Like, don't you want quality over quantity? Like, Absolutely. I try and, well, when I date, it's I try to, you know, see myself with this person for as long as possible, not just the moment. So, yeah, which makes me very, very picky. But, you know, again, introvert. So if, if I can avoid it, if it looks like it's going to be a hassle or just yeah. an adventure, maybe. But, you know, at the end of the day, I can turn my Xbox on and off and no one's happy when I turn it off. Or no one's unhappy when I turn it off. <laughs> hey, yeah, it's yeah. ready to go at all times. If like, you can go for hours. We're talking know, about the Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> you're, even if it's a party of one, it's still a party. It's still a party. Yep. And I think that's the biggest message to take away from, I think, this episode because... I just, uh, I, the older I get, the more I'm able to like see the younger people that I work with or I'm friends with. And I just mm-hmm. go, I've been there. I've made those mistakes. Are you me? Uh, yeah. Years ago? And you're just like, I could offer you some insight, but I know that you're not going to hear it. No. Uh, if you don't want help, you know, people of a certain age, they don't. They think they know everything. I mean, we've all we've all been there, and that's yeah, why absolutely. we can recognize it. But if I knew then what I know now, oh, I'd be rich. I don't think I would. I would have sold the Beanie Babies. I'm t- <laughs> the Beanie Babies, the ones that are worth like hundreds of thousands Bruh, of dollars. They more. were going to be worth so much money. I would have actually probably bought stock in something that's you know grand yeah. right now. And I looked back and go, oh, well, I wish yeah. I'd known. Anyways, but I, I'm such a stubborn person you i know oh. uh we have that in common oh, I, um, I have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> um i'm such a stubborn person that i feel like even if i knew some information that i know now i don't think i would have heard myself out if i was able to sit no. down sit myself down and be like you're gonna come to this point in your life and you're going to have to make a decision between this and this don't choose this okay whatever i'm still gonna choose it anyway you know, mm-hmm. um, I was listening to somebody talk about uh, breast implants and they were talking about how they got breast implants and had them for, you know, a very long time and they started to get sick from them and Which can, yeah, happen. had mm-hmm. to have them removed. And then she still was like, you know, if I knew then that they were going to make me sick, I still would have gotten them because I was young and stupid and that's what I wanted Unfortunately, a lot of these decisions I, you know, made myself and I had to live through them. And I think had I been told otherwise, you know, if you there was a picture and said the red or the blue pill, the blue pill, you, you know, live with all the current issues that you have. But you have, you know, gazillions, you know, infinity dollars, a very scientific number. I'll have you know uh-huh. um, <clears throat> or the red pill. You go back. And start over everything, you know, from birth with all the information that you know now. Absolutely, I would take that. Yeah. Not to say that, I mean, because I've, I think I would then make a more educated decision because I essentially lived through it. And yeah. I know what, you know, the the decision would, you know, end up as. Yeah. But, you know, that's, that's, that's coulda, shoulda, woulda. But, you know. I think I'd take the money. Why? Nothing makes me happier than when I can provide for somebody else uh that makes me very happy i love it i've always said if i ever came into like a lot of money whether that's through my hard work or something is you know as lucky as the lottery Mm. uh i still like (coughs) first thing i would do 
after by... paying off my <laughs> debt is pay off my uh, siblings and pay off my parents' debt. And I would want to build a house for, you know, them. And you know, that's how, that's how I've always felt. And I think that I, I've made the decisions I've made that led me to this point mm-hmm. that introduced me to some of these amazing people Correct. that I would not have met yep. had I made the other decision. Yep. I mean, when I was graduating high school, I don't even think I told my parents this, but it was in my head, it was between, okay, do I go to Florida and I work for Disney or am I going to move to Colorado? And had I made that decision differently, we wouldn't be sitting on the floor no, talking. Y'all wouldn't have had to indulge in our closet toys. Yeah. No. So I think I would take the money <coughs> well, just because a lot of the issues I have in my life based are around money. based around money. You know, I want to do this, but I can't afford it. I did this and now I owe money because I did it. And it, you know, there's, it's a lot of like, fin- it's like a financial, uh, <laughs> pardon me, you know, I, it's a game. It's a game of numbers. I can see that as well. Cause I think people who, <laughs> oh God, I'm so sorry. Get yourself a drink. Uh, well, it's alcohol. I don't know if it's happening. <laughs> that made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> that almost came out your nose. <laughs> Gross. I'm so sorry. I find that having hit rock bottom in my life, literally scraping the barrel paycheck to paycheck, mm-hmm. has made me a much more financially responsible person. Am I the most responsible person financially? I know, absolutely not. I, you know, you impulse buy things, and you go, "Wow." Yeah. I mean, this closet has a lot of clothes. I should probably give away. <laughs> but anyways, but I feel that if you come from humble beginnings, you know, I I wasn't raised with gallons and... Wow, I'm really not good at, like, measurements. No. wasn't raised with copious amounts of money. Yeah, same. And I still, I think I turned out great. I yeah. Mean, it's it a doesn't hu- make humble beginning. My parents are both teachers. You know, so there we, you know, spent a lot of time together and did things outside when it was, you know, cool to be outside and do things instead of sit inside and electronics. I'm a hypocrite. Um, but we spent, you know, time together and we did things and, you know, we didn't always need money. You know, we went on one trip a year and that was murder to drive 24 hours in a van with your family and you only got to pick one movie. Uh-huh. I remember. We had that big old Dodge Ram van and the the back turned into a bed, but there was no room because there was all the suitcases. And it had the VCR and the TV. Mm-hmm. But if you sat in the back in the back seat, you had to like crane your neck and then you like <laughs> fell asleep and you woke up and you couldn't get up. But, you know, like I, I appreciated so much more of life, not having all the things that I wanted when I wanted them. Mm-hmm. And my parents made like, made a very, you know, blatant points of, you know, you want this, it's not going to happen right away. Yeah. My, you know, my first gaming system, everyone had these, you know, they had Genesis, the Sega Genesis, and I'm going to date myself. Sega Genesis, and you know, uh, Super Nintendo, <clears> and, uh, <throat> you know, regular Nintendo, and all this and that, PlayStation 1. Oh, God. Ooh. <laughs> you're, and, you're, you might as well be speaking Japanese, because I have no idea what any of those mean. Well... As it, yeah, that, I mean, that, those were the things that were, you know, the kids were doing and, and, you know, I was out here reading books, which were great. Um, but you know, I, I got my first Game Boy when I was like 16, 17. I didn't have it right when everyone had it, you know, this was late to the, to the, late to the game, as you would say. And I think I appreciated it so much more because I didn't have it right when I wanted it. I learned to appreciate the value of waiting and the value of something that is. Uh, you know, more expensive. So I think, yeah, I think if you take the money, 
you could, you know, depending on, you know, how you were, you were brought up or, you know, the morals that were instilled in you, you have, you know, a better appreciation of it. And you're not just going to be like, I'm going to buy a car. But, but I mean, if you do buy a car, right. That wouldn't, that would be okay too. Yeah. Cause you know, splurge on something. <laughs> yep. Um, what the hell were we talking about? How do we get there? <laughs> well, we were talking about, uh, being comfortable being alone. Oh, yes. And, um, Something that happens a lot with uh, people, I think, I I almost said people with a certain um, maybe anxiety or depression, but I really think it happens to everybody, is self-sabotage. Oh, yep. I think everyone has that, but to what level or degree Mm -hmm. uh, are you letting that inner saboteur out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. my little my little voice in my head is there when I wake up, and it's there when I try to go to sleep, but it doesn't let me. What's she saying? Oh, just all sorts of stuff, you know. Girl, you want to fall asleep? Not today, bitch. Not today. <laughs> do you remember this? Do you remember that you just, do you remember this moment in the ninth grade when you embarrassed yourself? Yeah, I still think about things like that. Like, you want to feel that anxious again? Here yeah, it comes. Here it comes. All right. uh, I had a lot of anxiety today, and I really don't know why. I felt it in, like, the pit of my stomach. You were thinking about the sandwich lady yesterday. Oh, the sandwich lady. Uh, She almost caught my hands. She almost (laughs) caught my hands. Catch me some hands, hands, girl. She almost (laughs) caught these hands. She argued with me about my sandwich. I said, no, 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 no. Girl, it was on the menu. It was on the menu. Sorry, you advertised it. You got sold that way. So stupid. Um, But the inner saboteur, um, I know everybody struggles with that. They have to. I don't know anybody that doesn't have a little bit of self-doubt and sometimes that little self-doubt turns into a lot of self-doubt especially in this country where are a lot of our you know we sabotage each other with you know in terms of body image and how you think you should be and how you think you should act you know that'll yeah. that'll let you sabotage yourself they don't need to do anything to you except Mm-mm. plant the seed and you're yep. just gonna you know water you it, it and yourself. give it some sun yeah yep you do it to yourself um yeah, I just, I, I get those, everybody gets those moments when you're just like, this isn't good enough. Um, I'm really hard on myself. I'm a perfectionist when it comes to certain things. That's always bad. I get upset easily if it doesn't turn out the way I wanted it to mm-hmm. because of that little voice in my head that's like, this is shit work. This is awful. Like, it, and you can't listen to it, but you have sometimes no choice. You have to listen to it. You're like, I'm going to hear, I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to hear you, but I'm not really going to try and listen to you. Yeah. And how do you counteract that? Because uh, for me, if I'm in a space and I think you, I think you know this mm-hmm. about me just from living with me for almost what? Two years almost. Oh, um, is with me, if I'm in that headspace of. I'm, I'm feeling bad about something or I'm really irritated and this happened and then this happened and I'm in a negative headspace. There's nothing that you can say or do that will pull me out of that. I have to do it myself. And I'm never one of those people that's like, Oh, I I had such a shitty day at work. Cheer me up. It's not your responsibility to cheer me up. I mean, I will. I'll probably say something stupid. Right. Like a girl, I'll help you. Not over right. the ledge. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Like, 
I, I have to be the one to pull me out of it because there's nothing you can say or do that's going to change the way I feel. Oh, it course. has to come from me first. Because you're telling yourself that this is how you yeah. should and want to feel. Yeah. How do you how do you pull yourself out of those out of those dark dark places? I try to respond as adversely as possible with the most like opposite of the way I'm feeling. Okay. And I like I hope that it you know reflects you know that way positively because I mean you know you always think you know I always think that you know I leave the room and someone's gonna be like oh god he's gone could you believe the shit that he just pulled or yep. can you believe he said that which eh, I talk a lot so I mean probably the second one happens but I mean if you want to tell me to my face that's fine right. but a lot of people <laughs> don't don't have that the tenacity to just go out and say these things so I just am like you know you walk in and did you see them did you see them send a message and then look at you and then like get real quiet when you came in yeah so it, it's just I think it's just not letting on you know on the outside that you you were feeling a certain way because if you look the way on the inside or on the outside the way you look on the inside it's you know it's just it's gonna wear that much harder yeah you know and yeah it, it is difficult to you know tell yourself this is fine this is fine mm-hmm but I think you if you breathe. don't, you're just gonna, you just, it's gonna make you wallow a lot more through life. Life's yeah. not easy, but I think having the ability to just, you know, be as positive as you can when, especially when you don't feel it, yeah, is is a, a amazing thing. So just smiling, yeah, smiling I mean, is my favorite. <laughs> people say, um, I I saw I saw something the other day that was like, uh. Not everyone has to like you, and that's okay. And even if they don't, you don't have to care, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Which is so easy to say. Not always easy to follow through. If you're everybody's um, friend, you're nobody's friend. Oh, yeah. I like that. You cannot appease to everyone. No, absolutely because not. You are you are either shitting on someone that you care about to make someone else like you. Yes. Or you have you're, to be authentic to yourself. Fake. Yeah. So. I I know from personal experience that my sense of humor is not everyone's cup of tea. I love it. And it's people, hot and piping, girl. I know, <laughs> but people have lashed out at me on social media platforms that what I said was uh, too far and I took a joke too far or I made light of a situation that was not funny or I shouldn't have said this because of blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know what? Get the fuck off my page if you don't want to read what I have to say. Because it is my page. Uh-huh. I get to say what I want to say. And if it's funny to me, I know other people are going to find it funny. And if you are the one person that was offended by it, get the fuck over it. Build a bridge and get over it. Because I, what I have to say was funny to a lot of people. I know that sometimes I have taken things down because yeah, I go, we all have. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. That was too far. Or not enough people liked it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Not <laughs> I got too many, too many backs. Uh, I thought it was funny, slaps, but, but nobody did. So I'm going to pretend yeah. like I didn't say it. <laughs> but I know that I'm not everybody's cup of tea, especially with my humor. And, and that's okay. That's perfectly fine because, because there's an unfollow button. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you don't need to surround. You're not following. Sur- uh, you are not surrounding yourself with those people. No. Because they don't care about you yeah i mean there's a there's a couple people i again not naming names but there's a couple people on my friends list on facebook who i know for a fact that they are one of those people that love to be butthurt about everything and they love to be offended <sighs> by exhausting. everything. it is exhausting you know what kudos to you if you can offend whoever me, you are if you can offend me i will gladly shake your hand 
Because if you are able to make me go, oh my God. Really? And stop and go, oh my God, I will shake your hand. Because that's a very hard thing to do. That is muy impressivo. Yeah, I um, I don't even know if I can tell the story, but we're going to. Oh, um, well, every good story starts that way, so please, here <laughs> uh, we go. I won't name names, but a friend of mine, um, <laughs> sip your tea, girl. Um, a friend of mine has the same outlook as I do. I think I've got that phrase from her. If you can offend me, I will shake your hand. And because she's just as outlandish as I am. And we go back and forth. And sometimes we take our jokes to the nth degree. And mm. um, we were sitting in our in our green room at work. Uh, this is at Universal. And it was between we were between shows. And her dad made candy like as a hobby. Like, okay. He loved to make candy. What kind of candy? Like fudge. And oh, that's um, a process. Kudos. Yeah. Like All actual right. like Here candy candy. Nice. And. He would, um, he lived up north and he would box up a bunch of it and ship it to her and she would bring it in and share with the, with the group. Okay. And her dad is a single father because her mother passed away and he's a, he's not flamboyant or effeminate, but he is to like a little degree. Um, but not. Obviously not gay. How's the world gonna see that? Ooh. Right. He's not gay. And one of the one of the other actors in the in the show uh was eating the candy and he was like, Tell your faggoty ass fudge packin' dad that I loved his fudge. And the whole room was like <laughs> and came to a full complete stop. That's not and funny, but it is. I was like wide-eyed and I like turned around and she goes fuck you. <laughs> Thank you. She was like, that actually offended me. And he was like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. She's like, no, don't be. Congratulations. Like, she was completely like, ouch, how the hell, why, why he came up with that fudge term. Pack and dad. Faggity ass fudge pack and dad. I'm still stuck on the fudge pack and part. Like, <laughs> it's like, he literally packed the he packed, he packed the, fudge. the fudge. That's why he oh, made the God. reference. He <laughs> packed the fudge and sent it down, and he's a little bit effeminate, so it's faggoty ass fudge packing dad. That's and she just was like terrible and done. Hilarious. <laughs> like humor is based on truth, and if you can giggle, I mean, yeah, you gotta know. Read the room, Bill. Read the room, Bill. <laughs> you got You you do gotta read a room before you throw out some humor. You gotta know who's yeah. gonna be like. Really? Absolutely. I never. How dare you? And yeah. people are gonna be like, "Oh, fuck you!" Yeah. Like, all right, that's funny. That's that's naughty. That's pushing the. That's pushing the envelope. But I giggled because yeah. I was a little offended. Yeah. So and that's that's great. <laughs> um, so back to what we were talking about. I know we took a little took a little detour. Us? No. <laughs> never. Oh, never. Um. So when you're pulling yourself out of that, that's, mm-hmm. that can be self-love. That can be, yeah. I saw a meme today and it was like, I think I've reblogged it. It said slaps my own ass mm, self-care. <laughs> 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 and it could be as simple as that, I but mean, yeah, we've talked about like, I love to take a bath and I put on an episode of whatever I'm watching. I draw a bath. I draw a bath. I make sure that you I drop the iPad in the water um, right next to your iron that you leave tipping right on the yep. edge. Put my toaster and my boom box. Oh, well, on you the need edge some toast. 
And just Absolutely. to make you wonder if it's a stroke or if you're, you know, actually craving a crispy piece of bread. Am I having a stroke or are you cooking bread? I Which mean, one? all that there, I call natural selection. If you make it out of that, you are meant to go live another day. So is it true that you smell toast when you're having a stroke? Um, I smell it all the time. That's because people in the office always make toast. Well, that's different. And the toaster oven is probably has a lot of crumbs in it. So yeah, I'm really not like sure, toast. but... I don't believe I've ever had a stroke, so I really cannot attest to that. Yeah. One time I was going to New York City, and I I take the subway, because I, I don't have money for cabs. So when I go to New York City, uh, the last time I was there, there was a big scare with... Because, like, anthrax was a thing, and then this was a thing. I'm sure, and it probably still is. The, they kept saying that there was going to be... They were going to do cyanide and put cyanide in the in the tunnels Stunning. of the subway. Nice. And they were like, if you smell toasted almonds, there's cyanide. And I was like, there's a peanut vendor upstairs. What's the difference? Bruh. Is it is it cyanide or is it the peanuts from upstairs? It's, I don't know. It's called someone being real clever. <laughs> but um, do you smell peanuts? Do you smell? <sighs> R.I.P. A friend of mine said that she used to get her brother. Um, they would be like together and she would like fart. Like, a girl farts? I know. Ew. Ew. Oh, they just whispered in their panties. She... <laughs> <laughs> whispered? <laughs> whispered in the panties. Yeah. Ew. Some woman told me that. That's She's funny. like, I don't fart. I was like, what? Do you, what? <laughs> I whispered in my panties and I said, <laughs> you do what? Okay. Anywho. That's funny. But she would, she would like silently fart. And then she'd be like, you smell do you smell cookies? <laughs> and he'd be like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I wish I'd have thought of that as that a kid. Because that's funny. so rude, that's... and I am very offended. <laughs> oh, God. So what do you do for self-love? What's something that you love to do? I mean, sleep. I, that's a big one. I, I always feel, I will never feel worse. Of it, but... I'll never feel worse after sleeping. No. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, sleeping is taking care of yourself, resting your body. Um, just video games. Like, video that. Games. that's just my, that's my disconnect because... I Mine's t- movies, so I get it. Boobies? Movies. Okay, enunciation <laughs> is key here, bruh. <laughs> bruh. Really? Bruh. I, movies. Movies. No, I, I prefer the video games that are far enough removed from reality to kind of remove me from reality do exactly what I'm looking for them to do yeah. and just kind of put me in a different world in a different place and just, I don't know. Yeah. That, that, that's it. So like party of one, is still a party. Party of one is still a party. And I will, you know, if you want to play online, that's cool, but I usually only play single person games. So, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> so it's fine. Um, but <clears throat> that, that's a big one. You know, music, as I said before, is a humongous thing right now. I'm a real big uh, Fleetwood Mac, Stevie Nicks hick. Yep. Um, high and i just need this oh i have one right here i have my own um stevie nick shawl my stevie nick shawl and i'm, I'm gonna it. go put on seven wonders spin around and, and just <laughs> spin around and the first thing i hit is blessed uh, there you go hey. yeah i love music too um the I, I read something that was like listening to music does more positive work on your brain than any drug could and yeah. I love that I've because it's absolutely well. true. Mm-hmm. Absolutely true. Even if it's singing, you know, if I let it out, you know. Um, like shallow where you're like, 
I'll sing Lady Gaga's part, and you can sing the minimal Bradley Cooper part. And I'm like, or you can sing both and Uh, be a diva. (laughs) Was that picture of Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper like merged together? That's so gross. It looks like Lady Gaga with a beard. When you sing both parts of Shallow, (laughs) (laughs) which is still number one. I I can't believe it. It's a beautiful song. It is. It's not my favorite off of the album. Uh Oh, not my favorite. Was it? Um, My favorite was uh, Always Remember Us This Way. I thought that was a beautiful Which one song. Is, which one was that? Uh, she sang it at one of the concerts that they did together, and she played the piano. Oh, okay. Um, I, yeah. I want to say I want to watch it again, but I went through a well, range of Well, just listen to the soundtrack. I didn't cry, because uh, I'm a man's man. Bullshit. And if you're into that, give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I was reading all sorts of stuff today on... Uh, on the shallow being number one still, and uh, it's number one on the chart. And then a star is born. This a complete soundtrack is still number one. Okay, which is crazy. I also read the craziest news I've ever heard of. <gasps> you did. Why didn't you tell us? Uh, I feel like I'm in the fucking twilight zone because oh, things. Yeah. You know, living in America right now, you All wake my life? up. Yeah. Well, now, like, as in, like current times and conditions that we're in you wake up and there's some brand new law that's being proposed or they're proposing to strip rights away from this person and they're taking trans people out of the military again and just bogus shit that you're just like this benefits no one except for horrible conservative values and I use air quotes when I say values because that's for you to tell another person that they are less of a human being is not a value. That's none of your business. When somebody says, oh, I don't like gay marriage because it uh, affects my marriage. How about are you, you gay? I don't get one then. <laughs> don't get a gay marriage I if mean, you don't like it. If <laughs> <laughs> It's as simple as that. It is as simple as that. End of conversation. Done. But this law that I was reading today, because I'm a licensed cosmetologist... <gasps> I put wow. in a lot wow. of work and a lot of hard work. This fresh dew is reflecting. I know, your that. hair looks good. I feel like a pretty homosexual. <laughs> Nothing's more, a gay never feels more powerful than when he gets a haircut. Absolutely. When They're he gets paid. Powerful form. Some other things, but yeah. The, the, this law was proposing to make it completely unnecessary to go to school for cosmetology. Uh, no. If you have natural talent, you should be able to work in a salon. I mean... If your mom taught you how to cut hair, you should be able to work in a salon. No, ma'am, oh. Pam! There, You want somebody off the street that has never gone to school for sanitation? Do you know, I have to renew my license every two years. How do you and do that? You go online and you take a course. Okay. And you have to redo it every... It expires Halloween every other year. Oh. And that it's easy to remember because... It depends on when you got your license, because like mine, I got on an odd number year, so it expires on odd number years, versus somebody who got their... I got mine in 2009, Okay. and so mine expires on odds. Somebody who got theirs in 2010 expires on evens. Okay. That's so easy to it's easy to remember. And it's only at 25 bucks, but you renew your license online, and it doesn't ask you hair-related questions at all, because really, you kind of know what you're doing. One but would hope so. the only thing that you're being questioned and you're quizzed on is sanitation procedures and uh, knowledge on HIV. 
and bloodborne illnesses. Which, you know, with sharp objects. Yep. And <laughs> that's kind of all one. you have to know. So I'm like, you didn't even go to school for any of this. Like, and there's so many chemicals that you're putting on people's heads. I don't want somebody that doesn't know what the hell they're doing. Like, I mean, I know what the hell I'm doing. And sometimes I'm like, oh, this chemical probably should not go on someone's you head. dyed your hair? Oh, my. Yeah. I don't always ask you if you used home box dye. But when I do, it's because I know you did. <laughs> That's one of my favorite hairdresser memes. Oh God. That's, I know you did. Ooh, Don't girl. try to hide that. <laughs> um, I think that wraps up everything. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? Quite a bit of heartfelt things. and Actually, there is something. Uh-oh. Uh, you were talking about it earlier. Uh, it was, we were not on the air, but you were talking about, um, Someone that you have been in contact oh, yes. with. This is in regards to self-love yes. and yeah, yeah, self-sabotage yes. and all the above. So I had posted some picture on the Instagram, uh, Dylan underscore VE. <laughs> and um, and I, I never really put anything on there because a, it's a lot less... And it's great, you know, if you, if you want to feel pretty about yourself. Because, you know, oh my gosh, you know, X amount of people looked at it. Snapchat is more of, you know, oh, these are people I mostly know. And, yeah. you know, this and that. And so I put a picture up there. And I don't know what I was doing. Something probably stupid and ridiculous. But I felt cute in the moment. Yeah. And someone was like, oh, you look so cute. And I was like, thank you so much. And they sent me a message. And they were like, oh, I just, I, I wish I, you know, was up to your standards of guys and guys that you like. And I said what and i already knew where this is going and uh -huh. i was like and i had gotten messages, a mile away i had met got messages like this from him before and i kind of just didn't really acknowledge it <sighs> because i've you know everyone's been through that point where they're like i i feel i just feel gross and i don't i don't feel like in my you know my best form right in my best shape and he was like yeah i just you know i see people like you and you know you're not into people like me and first of oh. all what are who are people like me you know, I, I don't have a, you know, a 12 pack. Is that a thing? I don't have, you know, I, I stay fit, you know, but I'm not like a bodybuilder, you know, I eat healthy, but you know, I, I scooped ice skin out of the, out of the fucking container yesterday. So <laughs> that's where I'm at. So like, you know, I, I, what, what is, what is your kind of people and what are, what are your, your kind of people? Like, I, I yeah. don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. And my response, though very f right to the front, was, um, bro, that we're going to say bro because I don't want to say this person's name. I said, bro, your pity party that you're inviting me to, I want absolutely nothing to do with. Be you need to start loving yourself because if you, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love someone else? Yeah. Amen. And I was like, you, you need to appreciate yourself. If people aren't liking you for the way that you are, then obviously these aren't the people that you want to surround yourself with. These aren't the people that you want to be in your yeah. life. These aren't the people that you want to devote any of your time to because they don't matter because, you know, you may not matter to them, but they shouldn't matter to you. Yeah. And I was like, you got to start, you got to start, you know, outwardly, you know, giving off that, that feeling that, you know, you're confident, even if you're not. The most confident people have insecurities as well. They're just a lot better at hiding them. Yeah. You know. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday about confidence and um, kind confidence of what, what makes confidence. Mm -hmm. And um, he, he said something, no names, but he said something that was very, I felt close-minded from somebody that I, I didn't see this one coming. He said that he would not date a guy 
who wears makeup every day. And I was like, oh boy. why? I was like, I'm a makeup artist and I wear makeup every day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he was like, well, I don't want, I just don't want to date a guy that wears a lot of makeup because that tells me that they're not comfortable in their own skin. I said, absolutely not true. That is not true whatsoever. No. Some people wear makeup because it's an art form. It and is. It's and it's a self-expression. It's fun. Uh, and some people do, because I know I look good. Hey. I know I look good. Cheers. But if I put on my eyebrows and I, and right. I fill my eyebrows Oof. in, I look better. Yeah. And I'm camera ready. Mm-hmm. I put a little bronzer on. I'm camera ready. I, I never know who I'm going to see that day. And I want to be at my finest form, you know? If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. <laughs> you ain't got to get ready. <laughs> but he was just very, like, anti-makeup because he was like, no, that's it just shows me that you're not confident. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's, that's not true. I said, real confidence, real confidence does not come from this specific brand of shoes that I'm wearing. This top that i'm wearing it doesn't come from that it, it's confidence is an attitude mm-hmm. yep um i've had facial hair for two years and i'm about to shave it off in a couple days oh you're gonna look like a child i'm gonna look like a child it's not my favorite but i'm still gonna be confident even if i'm not feeling it and i have to fake it people don't need to know that i wore a porno stash <laughs> you did you a had week. a porno stash i didn't know if you were gonna pull me over and give me a ticket or start an adult film I didn't know. Why not both? Why not? That's how that's how the porn starts. Uh, I'm gonna need you to get out of the car and spread them. <laughs> uh, license and registration won't come later. I don't need to know your name. <laughs> yeah, and I just he was like, no, I don't like guys who wear makeup, and I, it of course reminded me of that video that I sent you but eons ago. This guy is putting he's like he's putting on some foundation. She's beat. Yeah, that face is beat. Mm-hmm. And he says. Um, he hates when guys tell him, you don't need to wear makeup. Blah, 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 blah. And he says, well, I don't have to wipe my ass either, but it is like a preference of mine. <laughs> that is it. And that I is love that. Up everything <laughs> in one yeah. miraculous video. Yeah, and that's that you stay in your lane. How many dollars does it cost you to stay in your own lane? I'm going to give you a hint. And it's the answer. It's zero dollars. Zero dollars. It costs you nothing dollars. to mind your business. If I feel pretty and you don't think it, I don't give a fuck. Yep. Not oh, everyone has to like you. Like you. Oh, oh. Not everyone has to like you, and you don't have to care. Moral of the story. And even Cheers. if that means you're alone, party of one is still a party. Amen. This is not party of five. I did love that show, but... Uh-huh. Do you remember that show? No. Party of five? Uh, yeah, sure. Ooh, I just dated myself. Um, party was- of one. It's a good time. <laughs> it's still a good time. So I think that wraps up everything. Indeed. Thank um, you so much for uh, for staying and listening. Yeah. So give us uh, give us a look on our Instagrams. Um, also, I kind I I'm asking if you are listening to this, everyone within the sound of my voice, uh, send me a message and tell me uh, what you do for self love and what you do to pull yourself out of. Uh, those dark spots absolutely in your life and um, we can share that feedback next time I'm down for learning a thing or two absolutely who knows what I, works for you may yeah, work for me too exactly I'm all about so, it so let us know what you do and um, yeah I think that's about it and like and subscribe so you can get that little ding on Thursday mornings when the episode drops <gasps> yay 
And until next time, be excellent to each other. Or at the very least, be cordial. That's it. Thanks. Bye. Bye.